Hi, my name is PK from Almost Inevitable Design, and this is a $2.4 million podcast where we talk about web design, web development, and WordPress. Just a heads up, I might be using a bit of profanity at times, which is why I checked on the explicit tag. If you are enjoying this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you I'd appreciate it if you left me a good rating on iTunes and Spotify. And if you have any questions, feel free to come down to almostinevitable.com and leave me a comment. Also, if you have any friends who need to hear this shit, go ahead, recommend it, and share it. I think that's the first time I stumbled uh, reading the script, the intro script. Alright, so this is episode 042, or episode 42 as regular people would call it. Title is Chop Suey. Now, Chop Suey is a song from um, System of a Down. Yay! System of a Down. Now, System of a Down is sort of, when I first heard System of a Down, they're also, oh, yeah, this song is off of Toxicity in their 2001 album. And when I first heard System of a Down, it was when they released their first album in 1998. Um, the one with the hand on it. It's, uh, uh, what is it? Ep- Epinomis? Epinomis? I don't know. Self-titled album. Yeah. So, the one with um, uh, Sugar. Yeah, sugar just—it just sounds so cute, but it's not. Anyway, so um, yeah, I—I I was playing their CD in the train when I was on my way home for the holiday. Like it was a national holiday, like a traditional holiday, holiday or something. And I was standing on the train listening to System of a Down, um, and I thought it was like oh, just a new Rage Against the Machine. Like the lyrics and the sound was different, of course, but totally new sound, totally new heavy metal sound. And vocalists sounded so different from what I've been listening to before. Um, but the, the, the content matter was like in a similar vein as System of a Down. And I just love them. And they've had a few albums after that. They broke up for now. But... Um, yeah, they, that album is really good. And when Chop Suey came out, oh, that that was so... It was a controversial song when it came out because it was right after 9-11. And yeah. So, um, what do you guys... What did, what were you guys doing when 9-11 hit? <laughs> yeah, I was standing sentry uh, overnight when I was in the military. Cause it, cause that was, that's when I was in the military. So um, I just came in uh, to... Um, to what debrief and not debrief what is it to, to switch duties or I don't know what it is I don't care um, fucking 20 years ago so so yeah um, and I saw it on TV and I was like what that's a movie it wasn't so yeah we were on like amber alert or whatever for a few for a week or so anyways um that's not the important thing this is about chop suey uh, and this song came out around then in 2001 uh, but the content matter is still very relevant today and of course with um, the whole social um, problems that I mentioned in the last one and um, still going on so I hope all the people all the people who have the right idea and are on the right side of history um, can you know prevail and, and not give up or anything. So I think I, I really hope everybody does okay. Um, 
just just if it wasn't clear enough, I fully <laughs> just be, just because I'm you know I'm not trying to mention things in in this that are like too social too too um political or too uh, um time sensitive you know but um just to just to be clear and just to show that I'm on the right side of history and I I'm not a dick face um I fully support not just black lives matter but just at least at least at least equal you know come on it's there what the fuck you know what like michael che said like how do we start with just matters can't we just at least matter you know something like that but you know it's not yeah anyways um i'm i fully support all the the whole the whole civil rights movement with everything from black lives matter to and I, and i'm i don't care yeah I, I won't go into it um but i i just really hate dickheads overall <laughs> so anyway so this song i'm i'm trying to choose songs that are at least um, against government oppression or that kind of stuff. So that's why we're going with chop suey. Also, chop suey is the Korean style of chop suey is one of my favorite foods, which is why that's what my mom kept on uh, making for me and then packaging up for when I was in college and living alone. She just tried to send chop suey to me and I it just stayed in the fridge. But still, yeah, I really like it. And the Korean way is eating it with um, those chewy chewy not sticky chewy um sweet potato noodles is that what it is clear noodles sweet potato clear i don't know clear noodles clear noodles yeah it's it's served with clear noodles and i like the clear noodles so i mean i don't care what's on it but i just like the clear noodles so i just really ended up liking chop suey a lot so um not only is it a food that i really like um it is a very relevant song in this um current state of the world or the, the the states and um in korea if you say if so it, because it's served with noodles it it looks a little bit like um not necessarily spaghetti because spaghetti has sauce on top as opposed to like mixed with some sauce and it's more um meat and vegetable ish but yeah, so it's sort of like it's but you know when you say spaghetti code That's sort of similar to a way that you would say um, It's a mess not necessarily but for things like that You know the word you can use that word somehow in, in, a, in a similar context as how we would say spaghetti meaning being a mess um, It's not it's not a hundred percent and um, Don't don't go asking Koreans that you know like hey Chop suey, and they're like, "What? What the fuck, man?" <laughs> so that's it's not it's not gonna work like that. But still, that's that's how that's my that's my thought process in this whole thing. <laughs> All right, so um, just trying to go with um, double meanings for a while. Uh, anyways, just saying, yeah. All right, now let's get into that. Um, why why did I pick this? Because I why did I pick this as a title? Because um, I think I want to talk about well, not I think. In this in this episode, I want to talk about um, copying your competitors. So, one thing that I've noticed quite often, especially with websites, especially with websites, seriously, especially with websites, is that people try the clients want us to copy their competitors, and it I've had 
depending on the clients, of course, there, it, it can be different. But I've had some clients just straight up go, this website, I want this. If you have any questions on what should what things should look like, just check this website. I said, is this yours? No, it's not. This is their competitors. It's, yeah, yeah, serious. I'm, I'm not kidding. I've had those instructions before. <laughs> so, um, and the thing is, if if you ask someone, if, for, for example, a brand or a logo, and you ask them, what do you want, right? If you're, if you're like, um, oh, I'm a, um, I'm a, Burger joint. What's and what? What's it called? Oh, it's called um, McBride. Ah, oh, all right. What kind of logo do you want? You know that. You know there's a. You know there's a. You know there's a. A burger joint across the street, has an M. In their logo. Yeah. Can we can we try that? But just make it in a slightly different color so we won't get copyright copyright infringement. Yeah, and then you end up with like a green M with double arches. <laughs> and people think it's okay. <laughs> yeah, that kind of shit doesn't work in the graphic design world. Now, I mean, I know people get inspiration and I know people, you end up like, there's almost nothing that's original. It's either a mix mash or a copy with some changes, you know, it's gonna be, you know, slight increments of change, you know, but you don't, people, I don't think when they're doing, when we get briefs for logos or graphic design, I, I don't, I rarely hear people asking us to copy things, you know, like, you, you thought about that? Yeah, and, and even when you're making logos, one of the big processes while you're doing logos is checking the similar um, industry and checking industries with similar letters or similar initials and checking their logos and see if you are getting too close to one of your competitors logos. But why do they why do those fuckfaces want us to copy their competitors websites? Right? I mean, they're at, they they never and we never end up or being asked to copy a competitor's logo. But I feel that I'm constantly being asked to copy a competitor's website. Not much anymore, because um, uh, I we, we because um, when when we work with a designer and when I actually talk to the client. I sort of try to get that out of the way, and if they say whatever this and this, um, I steer them away, and I'll explain how I do that, okay? But this request, and I'm sure if you make websites, you've probably heard this uttered out of a dumb client's mouth hole at least once. And they show you, like, let's say they're like, whatever, um, a carpenter, right? And I don't know. They're a carpenter and they're like, I want a website. Okay, what kind of website? Uh, I want to do this. And it, like, you know, you go through your regular brief process, right? But what what they do is um, they're like, look at this guy. This guy has a good website and he says he's getting a lot of leads from this website. So can you make a website like this, but with my name on it? 
Like what? Right? And all right, if it's just a carpenter, yeah, I can understand why um, he would say that because he doesn't uh, know much about how copyright works. I don't know. How websites work? I don't know. What about companies? I've had companies actively ask me to copy a competitor's website. Like, not just fashion, not just fashion. What was it? Oh, I fucking forgot. I hate those guys. Uh, shopping malls. I've had shopping malls be done, do that. Like, um, there was this um, shopping mall in the Philippines for someone selling Korean cosmetics in the Philippines. And I guess there's like two, three really popular ones in, down there or up there because I'm in Australia. Philippines is north bound from here, um, but south from Korea. So I don't know if I should say it's down there or up there or just there, just there. And yeah, because it's, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, he showed me, I think it was about two websites. And that was literally what he said. He wanted something like this. That's it. That's just, that's exactly what he said he wanted. And um, I said, really? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things where I had to just give up and just do. And that, that those things are one of them. So um, one thing that I've noticed about, okay, so let's think about this. Why are they doing that? All right. I think there are a few reasons why they are actually doing that, why they want to copy a competitor's website. Um, a, it is because they feel, now re, let's just forget about copyrights or um, anything concerning those, you know, you know, ethics or whatever. Let's, let's just forget all of that and let's just understand why they're trying to do that. This is what I've come up with. They think because that website is doing well or they think it's doing well, um, they think if they copy that, they will also do well, right? I think that's the main reason, you know? They don't see beyond the website because they don't know what's going on beyond the website, right? Like um, maybe the website is doing well, if it's a shopping e-commerce e website, maybe they're doing well because they have a lot of, um, they have a very uh, strong brand loyalty, they have big, big following, or maybe they have a really good marketing campaign, or maybe they're just really good with refunds and customer support, or maybe they deliver real quick, you know? Who knows? But that the, but the client thinks that because they are doing well, they think they should do well if they have the same website. I think that's the main reason, and um, it's just fucking stupid, isn't it? It is, it is fucking stupid. So, so that's one thing I think. Another is that website has solved some problems concerning their industry. And a lot of times I think, well, the client thinks that they've solved some problems. I think they have not. I think it's just shit. Not all the time, but quite a few times. I think that website, I, I don't even know why it's doing well. Maybe they have a lot of people, maybe they have some good brand loyalty, but beyond that, the website itself, I don't understand. It's made very sloppily and it just sucks. Um, 
so I, I have to tell them that. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think that's because when when like a like a oh, what was it? Uh, a company that manufactures products that go in a house, right? Like materials that go in a house and a, and a company that manufactures products for them. They have a lot of products. And one of their competitors' websites also has a similar line, a similar range of products. So they think, let's look at how they solve this problem. And they actually didn't, if you think about it. If you actually look closely, they did not solve any problems. But from this company's perspective, it looks like at least they've done something. So that is a good direction, they think, for them to take. Like, um, you, you probably would have two main things um, the website should show. It should show its finished projects and it should show the product range. That's what I think it should do, right? And they wanted to um, see how, how to, they wanted to, they, they checked that, their competitor's website, and that competitor's website, it just uses a fucking crappy ass WordPress theme with demo content and just fucking piece of shit website, cheap ass website from three, four years ago, five years ago at least, maybe, I don't know. Old as shit, just looks like crap. But they love it. The client loves it. The The result that we gave the client looked nothing like that. But they came in, they said that they love this website. And I asked them why. They said because it's clean. It's It wasn't. It wasn't clean. It had, <laughs> it was just, it was not clean. It was just, um, uh, it had a slightly narrow container, I guess, maybe. Not too much, but you know. And it didn't have a lot of color and it didn't have a lot of content, but it didn't have, it didn't do spacing well either. So it's just, just really small and cluttered, but they said it was clean they thought it was clean. And, um, it, they think that they thought that the photos because, all right, simply put, it's because the photos that were taken of the finished project looked good because, uh, professional photographer took it because they have a photographer who can do that the site looks okay so they think that website is good but it's really bad like product uh, discovery is bad um, the information layout is bad everything was just bad and the structure was bad it was just not a professional website but this client thought it looked good because it has a very similar kind of content. They just feel, oh, that, that would look great with my stuff in there. You know, that's what they think. So that's another thing, right? So the first one was um, they see someone else's success without understanding why it's, why it's successful. They want to copy that. And another is the competitor's website has similar content, so they feel like it's doing, it's solving the problems um, that they couldn't solve themselves without seeing anything, you know? Yeah. All right, and one more thing is 
they you know how we you know the people who do design or development people who work in web creation you know how we basically stay on the internet all day and we see hundreds of websites a day we don't always actively go out and searching for good web design but we do we we get we end up seeing a lot of good web design have you noticed that clients don't do that <laughs> all right let me explain think about this an average client right an average local um business owning client besides facebook and instagram how many other websites do you think or and google how many other websites do you think that they normally browse right think about that how many other actual so whatever domain.com or .com.au C-O-N-Z or C-O-Z-A, whatever. UK, C-A, what other countries? F-R, I don't know, K-R, C-N, oh, C-N, C-N's China. Yeah, I have a story about that, but that's for later. Anyways, so yeah, have you thought about that? You know, like, how many other websites do you think they actually go on to that is not a social media platform? they don't and the best that they would would go on to would be from an ad you know and if their competitors has ads and if their competitor is not very good at those ads they might be targeting their they might be targeted from their competitor right because if you because I get a lot a lot of ads targeted ads probably because I, I check everything I get a lot of ads that ask me if I need web design what what that's what and when I make my ads when I when I set up ads and when I target the ads there's web design as an interest right and I don't think people who put in web design as their interest are looking to get web design a lot of people i think who put web design as their interests or facebook thinks your interest is web design are actually people who actively work in web design but a, an agency if they target people who are interested in web design they're not going to reach the right audience they need to reach the audience that actually need or are looking for web design but are not on their radar you know it's this is a whole new thing that i need to talk about in some other future episode about how i think social media marketing well good and bad social media marketing the difference between crappy cheap ass social media marketing and some thoughtful um, efficient social media marketing but anyways if they target that like if you're a Tyler you know a person who not not the name Tyler but <laughs> someone who lays tiles right if you're a Tyler and you target ads 
for people who are interested in tiles. I don't think you would reach homeowners that often, you know? You would reach other tilers, you know? So if Facebook is the only website you you can type out, type out right, F-A-C-E-B-O-O-K.com and enter, and you just browse and you get those ads, right? And then you click on those ads and you go see your competitor's website. And that's it. They don't get to see many other websites. So I think one, the third thing, the third reason why they keep um, referring to competitors' crappy websites as inspiration, one other reason is they really, not only do they not know what good design looks like, for them, their list of websites is way shorter than the list of diverse websites that we see. So they not only not know what good design looks like, that's a given, of course, but they also, they only see websites in a similar industry, you know? So I think that's another, yeah. So considering those three reasons, we need to think about how to sort of go around that. And the main thing that I always ask people is, why do you like this website? And the most common answer that I get is that it looks clean, everything is laid out easily, and it is easy to understand the information. I hear that constantly. And they that is because they understand the content. But you don't you can't tell them that because they they yeah they don't get that and they they think you know they're right <laughs> but i think that's what it is because it's they understand the context of everything so it's clear but um i asked them to so so i say oh yeah okay all right yeah and i think stupid ass <laughs> and then, I, then i go on try to think of something else to ask them. And another thing that I commonly ask them is like, do you like how wide it is? Or do you like the big images? Do you have better images? Do you like this color? Or do you like how it uses this color here? Or, you know, things like that. Do you, what do you like about their logo? What do you like about this? Stuff like that. Um, I say like this kind of typeface is usually something that's uh, used when it has to be a little bit playful. It, it gives off a playful vibe. You can't use Comic Sans on a Tyler website, you know? I, yeah, I, I would not do that. But those are things that you can say. Like, So I don't agree with their um, choices or their designer's choices. So maybe we can try this, you know? And then not fully just shred it, but just you know, um, comment and then try to extract some insights on what they're looking for. And if, if you go, if you want to have at least some modicum of integrity and not fully copy their layout, I think it's a good idea to give them a pre-proof like a general idea of what the hero section uh, would look like. And just, you know, when you land on the page, it'll look like this. 
do you think this is the direction that you're happy to go with? Otherwise, you might end up changing everything because if you want to go away or try some other direction from the competitors while keeping what you think the essentials are, sometimes it won't work because no matter what you extract from their um, thought process, you might just end up with the exact same piece of shit that the competitor uh, has. And it is soul crushing and frustrating and you wanna just, you know, <laughs> just, just abandon the project, smack them on the back of their head or whatever. But that's, it, it is what it is, right? So you end up just um, selling your soul for a crappy website and that paycheck. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's what I try to do. So just to summarize the whole thing, um, summarize the whole thing. I, I, I'm trying to, I'm going with shorter episodes and I think this is a little, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to go with shorter episodes. Just, just please, if later on, if I have more time in my life, I'll, I'll go with longer episodes, but I've had long episodes for a long time, even though I didn't have as much time. So, uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm just, I need to do a lot of stuff, so I'm going to go into shorter episodes. But just to summarize, if, oh yeah, that's why it's called Chop Suey, because you end up with a, a bunch of stuff thrown together and, um, you know, that's what that is. It's just a bunch of shit thrown together. It's Chop Suey. <laughs> all right so um to summarize if somebody if a client wants to wants you to copy their competitor's website it's usually because um a they think a copy a direct or semi-direct copy would help translate into their um success and b it feels like the, the competitor's website has already solved some problems that they couldn't couldn't solve, or um, the competitor's website has the right content for them to easily latch on because they understand the content and the context of everything on their competitor's website because they're in the same industry. And C, uh, they really have not seen many websites. Oh yeah, so same thing. Like, you, you can take whatever fucking layout and then change the content and it, it could most likely be fine as another website. Like, you can take a dentist's website, change out the content, like, t take out the photos of people fucking smiling, showing their teeth, and then put in some other stuff. Put in maybe plastic model robots in there and it, it'll totally work not told maybe not but it could it could just as fine just as well work as um a hobby website you know it's a lot of times layouts are not exclusive to the content so the content is exclusive to the content and clients don't understand that and they only see a very limited number of websites because they're not as exploring the website as what the world the internet world as we do um they have a very limited view of how websites should look and yeah so um 
our remedies or solutions or lateral approaches to this kind of problem that they have is um, we could try to extract the essence of what they like um, or just end up with, you know, fucking piece of shit and not put it in our portfolio. Which reminds me, now that I'm, I'm done with the podcast, I'm just, I'm just going with some other stuff right now. Um, that reminds me that I need to actually finish the redesign of almostinevitable.com because I have a few courses that I'm uh, making. Uh, I'm very rushed, but still, it's, I think that's good. Yeah, um, it's because, all right, so the reason why I'm making a beginner's CSS right now, CSS course right now. I have three CSS courses if I include this. The the reason is because um, I'm I'm gonna have I'm gonna give a presentation at a online summit uh, soon in, a, in next month, and um, I'll I'll let you know when it, when that happens and when I have more stuff that's properly uh, set. Um, but I have I have a. I have a presentation that I'm going to give soon, so I uh, am trying to sell things for them, sell things during that presentation, just because you know it's good to have that boost. Um, and I don't think getting a bunch of and and the audience would be most likely designers uh, who I think would be using a lot of simple page builders uh, and not having full control over lots of little things, the nitty gritty of a website, of styling a website. So um, this course would be for people, if, you, if you've taken my course, any of my CSS courses before, this is not for you, this is a lower level. But this course is for people who don't want to learn to code and type out a whole CSS thing for a whole website top to bottom, but just maybe tweak a few things here and there and just keep on using their page builders and it'll be fine, you know? So that that's the market that I'm trying to get in uh, reach uh, with this new course and I'm just busy doing that and I need to get a redesign done and I'm finally gonna get my portfolio website done and I know what I need to focus on and I know what I'm gonna say in those portfolios and stuff so hopefully I get, get around to doing that and of course you know that I do magic um, but We've been on lockdown, so I didn't care about it much, but it seems like lockdown is gonna be almost finished. The pandemic over here in Australia is pretty much done. Everybody in New Zealand is now cured. That's great. Um, well, New Zealand, I don't go to New Zealand. I don't go to South Korea either. South Korea is pretty much over it as well. But anyways, Australia here, we're, we're almost done. Like I just drove my kid um, to her acrobatics uh, uh, class or whatever, her after school stuff, so. Yeah, um, Magic will be on the menu soon, so I need to work on that website as well. So, got a lot of stuff to do. But those are personal projects. I also have some clients breathing down my neck on a couple of stuff, so yeah, a lot of work. Anyways, I said I was going to cut this short, so I will. Um, I will see you in the next episode. Uh, please stay safe. Um, please love each other. Um, take care and wash your hands. And I'll see you in the next episode. All right, bye-bye.